amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're locked in to stop, look, and listen on myforecast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Stop, Look, and Listen. I'm your host, LaTroy Gardner. Uh, This week, we have multi-award winning singer, songwriter. Um, He's sort of stepping into some massive shoes (laughs) of one of our icons, Mr. Soul himself, Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. We got Brad. We got Brad Marquise. Welcome to the show, Brad. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, we just saw Rolling Stone got him, uh, what, top three, number three on their, uh, their oh, yeah. top 200 singers of all time. Exactly. And, you know, with lists like that, it's, it usually leads to heated debates. Oh, but, um, but, you know, having him number three, I mean, I don't think that's too far off. How do you feel no, about it, it? It's not too far off. I'm not mad at it. Um, I think he would have been in my top five, definitely top 10. He would have been in my top five. Who else is um, in your top five? Um, well, Aretha, I think they got the first two, right? Aretha, mm-hmm. Whitney, I would have tossed in there Luther. Oh yeah. And, um, Donnie Hathaway, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, they're all kind of in that, that zone for me. Oh yeah. Um, you know, for, you know, then you, you know, you got Gladys, she would have been up there. Gladys, Shaka, um, Stevie. No particular order. Only ones that I the only ones that I completely agree with is the first two. Right. You know, but um after that, those would have been um top of my list. I always want to say Kiki Wyatt, because she'd be going in, but you know, she I'm sure there was other criteria that they added to it that would have excluded her from that as a as just a pure singer. Right. Um, but definitely those, definitely those. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't right now top. I can't think of any, but those are always, you know, Donnie Hathaway, Marvin Gaye, Sam Cooke, Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston, Gladys Knight, Shaka Khan. Um, I don't know how you leave Mike Jack out the top. Even, 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 even Jackson Five, Mike Jack, like he was incredible. Oh yeah. Like you could have stopped at just Jackson, the little baby Mike, you know, the teenage Mike Jackson. Man, his range and his his delivery, his performance—it was amazing. Like he, how do you leave Mike Jack out the top ten? I don't, I don't know. And he was what in the sixties? I think I I heard like sixty-seven. Yeah, he was late sixties, seventies. Yeah, mm. Michael Jackson. Yeah. 
So, I mean, and obviously they just, um, you know, celebrated Thriller's 40th birthday, 40th mm-hmm. anniversary. So I, I think they did that as another reason to, you know, spark yeah, argument. Yeah, spark <laughs> arguments and, you know, get people um, walking up to the grocery store shelves to pick it up and see see what other right. mishaps they had. But yeah, right. you're you're starring in the music of Sam Cooke. A change is gonna come, which kicks off January twentieth. Um, yeah, dates throughout Texas. Just yeah. talk about just talk about how the idea was spawned and how you became involved in the project. Um, man. Um, so I'm taking you back to 2009. Mm-hmm. So, t- um, 2008, I was coming off of acting residency. And I wasn't interested in standing in lines and waiting to get the next audition or to be hired for the next gig. And I really wanted to continue to evolve my my acting chops and and grow. And so I just, I wanted to do a show. I was sitting with a friend, we were talking about it and she handed me this book called Dream Boogie, um, the autobiography of Sam Cooke. And she was like, oh my God, you look just like him. Wasn't the first time I heard that. Um, but you know, I had gotten with some producers and they wanted to, you know, record some Sam Cooke music, but we just never got around to it. Um, so I, I took, she allowed me to borrow the book and I started just studying. Um, so, you know, I'm studying and, and, you know, immersed myself in everything Sam Cooke for about three months. And when I came up, we, we did a show where, um, I had saw so much of myself in Sam Cooke's young life, what he had done and what, um, uh, where his career had gone up until his 33, because he died early at 33. Right. And I saw my a lot of myself and where I was at and where I wanted to go as far as my career was concerned in him. So, you know, it, it's, uh, so we did the, the one man show and I, I juxtaposed his life with my own. And uh, here we are, 2022, the show has evolved about as much as the, the music business has, and it's grown and grown and grown. And it's, you know, it, it went from me singing his music and mine to me just singing his music to me singing his music and telling his story to now we set you in the late 50s, early 60s with the ambiance and everything else, you know. Uh-huh. So it's it's a whole, I don't, it's not theatrical yet, but hopefully we can, we'll get there, you know, because my end game is Broadway. So hopefully you know, we can evolve it to the point where we can get it there at some point. But um, I love where we're at and I, I love how we've gotten here and hopefully we can keep going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you talked about all of the the reading and uh, research that you did uh, regarding Sam. You know, just talk about, you know, that stage of immersing yourself into his music and what was something fascinating about him that you discovered during that research? that I already knew a lot of it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 my grandparents used to play it in the house all the time. Uh-huh. You know, Sam Cooke, Soul Stirs and all of that. And, and you know, the, the quartets from the, you know, the 50s and the 60s and all that. My, my grandparents would always play it. And I just, I grew up on it and I didn't even know it. And so, you know, once I started to immerse myself in it, I'm like, oh, I know this. Oh, I know that. Oh, you know, I wasn't far off when it was came time to learn the music. It wasn't it wasn't too far from my thoughts and my tongue, you know. But, you know, in addition to that, who he worked with, you know, the, the people that he, you know, uh, build, built with, you know, the Aretha Franklins, the Lou Rawls, the, the Johnny Taylors, the Bobby Womacks, 
you know, everybody, you know, everybody that he, you know, worked with and, and that came under him, came after him, you know, little, you know, he was side by side with Ray Charles and little Richard, and they all pretty much invented what they invented at that time, you know, little, you know, little Richard and rock music and Ray Charles and Sam Cooke and soul music, you know, they were all the pioneers of these things. And so just that was truly inspiring and still is to this day. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you have an established background as an entertainer, but has there ever been a moment um, when you found it difficult to get out of character because you were, you were so engrossed in, into that character and since you said everyone mentions how you look look like you could pass for sam cook's grandson you know mm -hmm. yeah right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> i used to wonder i used to say grandma you know i used to look at her grandma funny like you know he could come through jersey a lot he came through trent a lot you know all uh -huh. the ladies is after him he's a little woman you know he's a little woman's man <laughs> but I'm like, you don't think it's that grandma did you uh you know do something yeah. <laughs> backstage my, Backstage, my underage, adolescent. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> like my uncles and they, myself, we all kind of resemble them. Like, oh no, you love them too much. But anyway, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, out of character. I think as the show has evolved, it's it has truly. It used to be Brad Marquis sings Sam Cooke, and that was that was the name of the show. And I did a lot more of imitating um as far as his mannerisms i mean i can never capture his full range or rep or tone of his vocals but in, in reference to his, the the sentiments and in reference to his mannerisms definitely was immersed in that and then as the show evolved as i've grown and matured you know i've i've taken more ownership of it and more um just made it my own more so kept keeping the the intent and the sentiment and and the um you know the soul but definitely it is you know me singing sam cook's music right. you know versus me trying to you know sometimes you'll you know i'll go in the studio and i've been in the studio with producers and you know i'll sing they'll they'll ask me i've done some house music recently um uh sam cook house music that hopefully it'll drop soon um, this year. But um, I remember just being in the studio, it was like, you know, I'll sing the song and they look at me like, can you sound more like Sam, you know? And just to be able to switch it on like that and to really get into the, the his vibe. I'll say, I'll call it his vibe. Cause again, I, I don't think I can, my tone, I don't think I can ever truly match hundred percent his tone, but I can get into his vibe, you know, and, and the spirit of it all. And that's what I think really translates more so than than anything is just the spirit of what he what he created. Right. So I'm I'm assuming you know his family definitely gave you their blessing. Like, what what was their input like when it comes to putting this project together? Well, we're still working on that. Um, we have some meetings set up currently, and to to actually really iron out what. I hope to be a large involvement in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, we've been, we had been reaching out for about the last four or five months. We've been reaching out, trying to get in touch with them, um, just to introduce what we've been doing. You know, because and we, because last year, um, we went. Uh, our my last show and last year's tour was actually in Jersey, 
And I brought out the video crew and, and we recorded the show live, audio visuals recorded live. And the music just came out absolutely amazing, just absolutely amazing. And so I, I want to, you know, hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll get an opportunity to present it to them and it, hopefully they'll love it and get behind it and, and, you know, go to the next, we can go to the next level with, with them involved. All right. So um, talk about the set list. I mean, how many songs will you be performing and then the difficulties of, you know, scaling it down and um, any arguments over songs left off? <laughs> It, it, initially, I would always hear about the songs that were left off mm -hmm. because the, the show was an hour, you know, and then it grew to like an hour and 15 minutes. And, you know, uh, now it's a, almost a two hour show. It has a little 15 minute intermission in there, but it's roughly around a two hour show. Um, so but so we we haven't left off many songs i mean we obviously no i'm gonna take that back we left off a ton of songs but the ones that people really want to hear they get they get at least a little bit of it you know we do medleys within the show sometimes i may break off and just sing a random acapella sam cook song or what have you if i you know sometimes i'll speak to the crowd and ask them if there's something that i didn't that they didn't hear they want to hear or you know just randomly scattered out or what have you but um People leave full. People leave the show full. They leave, you know, riding cloud nine, whatever. You know, if you're if you're an older person who's experienced Sam Cooke, you know, you you've gone down memory lane and, and you have this sense of nostalgia. You may feel like you're, you know, I, you know, a lot of older people, you know, tell me they felt like they were 17 again, you know, 18 years old again or whatever, you know, and the younger generations, they leave with um a history lesson introduction to you know sam cook and you know now they run off on their own and and do their own research about him and, and his impact but yeah i think the the most beautiful part about it all is is that you can have three layers of generations there you can have you know mom and dad grandma grandpa son and daughter like and they all can share it together you know and they and then they all can go home and, and talk about it together and have a moment as a family together so that is a huge joy for me to see that, you know, when I walk out and, and do the meet and greets and just see the different generations there, you know, and, and to see a, a bright eyed 16, 17 year old, just like they just saw Beyonce or whoever their current greatest artist is, you know, they give that look like, thank you for introducing me to something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so hopping into that time machine, you know, back, back to the, um, 50s and 60s like are the wardrobes kind of um we are all in man okay tied are, to to that era are, as well we are we are all in everybody is all in background singers myself you know we uh when we are allowed you know we we have uh video backdrops um that that you know coincide with the songs and and helps tell the story because uh, we don't just, you know, sing the songs. We take you, we take you to that era. We take you in, we take you back into time, and we talk about a lot of the things that were happening at that time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, through socially as well as in entertainment. You know, so it's it's a full immersive uh, situation. You know, um, so I'm still Brad up there. You know, uh -huh. yeah, I'm still Brad. I, I'm not, you know, I'm still wearing my my sneakers with my suits, but we still there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, I don't change. I don't change my hair too much. I keep my hair the same. I don't put the fro on or nothing. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sitting here. Uh, stop looking, listen, talking to Brad Marquis. Um, the music of Sam Cooke. A change is gonna come. The musical, uh, January twentieth. I, w- I won't call it a musical yet, but we getting it. Okay. Something special, <laughs> something special to honor yeah, the, leg- the nice legacy, yes, legacy yeah. of Mr. Soul himself. Yes. So, um, not only that, you're also releasing a rendition of Bob Dylan and Sam Cooke's "Blowing in the Wind," uh, January twenty seventh. Why we did are. you choose? Why did you choose that one? Um, it's one of my favorite songs to perform. Um, it speaks very closely to what you know we're still experiencing to this day. And um, like I said, it wasn't even, it wasn't intentional. I mean, the, to release it was intentional, to record it and to put it out initially wasn't because like I said, we we wanted to record the show to hear the show, but we didn't know how good it was gonna turn out. And right. it turned out amazing. So we, you know, we did, you know, we went and got it mixed and mastered and and the show just sounds, you know, absolutely amazing. And hopefully we'll be able to put the whole whole product out but right now we're just going to lead off with uh, um, that particular song um, blowing in the wind and, and hopefully it you know it encapsulates the whole spirit of the show Dr. Todd McLean provides periodontal and dental implant services in two convenient locations they offer over a decade of experience treating patients and appointments can even be scheduled in the evenings weekends or early mornings Give them a call in Chapel Hill at 919-537-9774 or in Durham at 919-484-8338 or visit them online at gumsandimplants.org. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is, what is soul music to you? Any style of music. And I don't care what genre that uh, has depth and that moves people one way or another, you know, moves people emotionally, 
or gives it, you know, brings the chills and goosebumps, you know, or, you know, that, that to me is soul music. I don't care if it's rock or soft rock, hard rock or whatever, man. I've, I've heard lots of different genres of music that made me jump up out my chair or, or gave me goosebumps at some point, you know, so that to me is, is soul music, you know, traditionally, you know, it's a, a continuation evolution of gospel music, you know, so it, you know, has the same spirit of gospel music, but just different topics, right. you know, different topics and, and segue to from soul music to R and B, you know, but um, definitely just, you know, it just, it's the, it's the blues in our rhythm, you know, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of rhythm these days, not enough. We don't, we don't get our stories. We don't get our blues anymore. They just get all rhythm. Nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody has those stories, you know, those, those necessary stories, because those stories let you know that you weren't alone in the world. Right. You know, not everybody is, you know, not everybody's rich. Not everybody has all these, you know, all this money and not everybody's doing drugs, <laughs> you know, but, you know, everybody's been in love at some point or another. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say even the rich ones and the ones doing drugs have had have their heart broken. Have <laughs> had their heart broken. I've had to, you know, you know, they got experiences in those areas and they can relate, you know? So, you know, that, that's, that's where soul music sat for me, for all of us. It, it was a soundtrack to our lives growing up and i feel you know I, I feel so i don't know how this generation feels about music i don't i don't you know my perspective i don't see they value it the same way that we do and did um and they don't connect to it or, or you know they have so many other options for entertainment you know they don't necessarily value it or connect to it in the same way that we did right. you know and so i knowing what that is and a lot of times I feel so sorry for, you know, the newer generation to, you know, not have not have that experience that we were able to have, you know, because we, we didn't have cell phones and, you know, television had a few, you know, didn't have as many channels and social media wasn't even, you know, didn't drop till the mid 2000s, early 2000s. So, um, you know, I, I come from an existence. I, I mean, I, I bridge, I'm that bridge the gap generation. Yeah, me too yeah. <laughs> you know so i understand it but i do remember a time before mm -hmm. it was here you know and and what we did in those times felt i can't speak for how it you know how the new, new newer generation perceives things but for us it felt like it had more depth to it exactly i mean i'm i'm engaged and um, I was trying to put together, you know, a, a playlist, I guess, for the ceremony mm. and the cocktail hour. And most mm. of the songs, you know, coming from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit of early, early 2000s. 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. And I was telling my fiance because she had kind of wanted, you know, some current songs. And I was like, I don't, I just think it's kind of hard to put anything that. You know, I mean, there's a few songs here and there, but right, for the most right. for the most part, it's it's hard to add any songs in the last like five, ten years it's, on a wedding playlist. It's very hard. It's very hard. Um, like I said, there there are out there, and and most of those songs have ninety samples in them. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, have you know have samples from those eras. You know, there are a few artists that 
you know, like maybe Giveon or Daniel Caesar or her, or my favorite right now is Alex Isley. You know, I, I love me some Alex Isley. So LMA, you know, Coco Jones, there are a few Babyface snatched up a bunch of them and put them all on his them. girls night. Put yeah, all of them, put them on his <laughs> girls night out, out of them. But, you know, I come from where I heard the first waiting to exhale and I was like, yo, this ain't it. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's it for this generation. It, yeah, know? it doesn't it doesn't have, you know, those massive um, hits on there by right. those right. established Right. Um, megastars um, megastars that are on the top 200 you know greatest yeah. singers of all time list oh yeah you know? oh yeah you know so a lot of those artists that was on waiting to exhale is on this top 200 list mm-hmm. deservedly you know? so deservedly so so but there are there are her i think her does an amazing job i love listening to her music like i said alex isley is is my uh, if i had to drill down an artist right now that you know moves me it would be alex isley mm-hmm. um like I said, a few male artists out there um, that I enjoy. So, you know, but the 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 sing singers they've been pushed to the background. You know, not to say they're still around. We're still around, but you know, we just we don't get the the shine we used to get. So, as an artist, and I mean, now we're going totally off script because I mean, okay. yeah, this this conversation, <laughs> yeah, this conversation. Is- <laughs> Is good, but um, yeah, being an artist, you know, with you know this sort of environment where real singers are being sacrificed and pushed to the background, like, like what's usually your mentality to, you know, stay relevant and stay in love with the craft? Um, I just do what I love. I do what I love. Um, a few things I had to do over my career. One, take off the 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 age limit, like, oh, I got to be here by this time. Or, you know, if I'm not, if I'm not successful by this age or, you know, I might as well hang it up. Like I had to take that off. And, and then I had to readjust my why, like, Brad, why are you doing this? You know, is it to be famous? Is it to make, you know, a certain dollar amount, you know, or are you doing it because you love it? Are you doing it because you want to, you know, because you're doing something greater than yourself, you know, and I had to, to, to readjust myself because, um, the way I was, um, um, identifying with success wasn't coming, wasn't coming. And then it was, it was, it was messing with my psyche. It was messing with my emotions and messing with my desire to even produce any music. Um, and so, and in turn out, I just wasn't myself. Um, so you know, I, I stepped away from music for a while and and did other things and, and still doing other things, which is was the blessing and which is a blessing in itself to be because when COVID hit and music kind of shut down, you know, I had already built equity in other things. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't that starving artist or searching for what now, what next. Mm-hmm. You know, I already had produced what next, you know, and I was growing that. Um, but God gave music back to me. He said, I wasn't done with you. I just needed you to readjust. You know, you were you were valuing it more than me. You were putting more into these superficial things than into why I actually want you to do this. And so once I, I found that and and you know kept him or or made him the foundation of everything that I was doing and built, you know, everything's become stronger. He gave it back to me tenfold. And you know, I'm doing things that I, I'd never even imagined myself doing. 
And so now it's just like, oh, all right, God, well, I ain't going to tell you to stop. What else we got? <laughs> you know, what else you want me to do? Where else you want me to go? You know, so now I'm just reaching for things that feels beyond me. You know, so here we go. Beautiful. You know, and, you know, that's a source of motivation for all of you um, aspiring musicians or anyone else that, mm-hmm. you know, have a dream and, you know, you feel like those roadblocks continue to be in your pathway, you know? Sometimes They're going to be you, in your pathway. Yeah. They're Sometimes, supposed to be in your pathway. I mean, because that's what separates, you know, the ones that really want it from those that, you know, mm-hmm. are just, just using it as a, you know, quick, get rich quick. Get quick. It, it's not a, you know, it can be, but even the ones who have been, who have, you know, great success they have their stories you know they you know it's just bigger problems they might have bigger problems but they still got problems you know and i think the what we have to learn just everybody is how do we manage those issues you know and how do we create um you know what are our resources what are our habits what do we do to manage tough times because you can't you're not going to avoid tough times you can't run from it so what resources do you have? What disposition has you created within yourself? You know, how do you, where do you go? What do you do? What, you know, do you meditate? Do you go to the gym? Do you, you know, you read your Bible or whatever? What are your habits that you've built to help you navigate tough times? Right. You know, so we're not going to get away from us. Anything worth having is supposed to be hard. So just get in your head. This is going to be hard and do it anyway. You know, right. take your breaks. You know, take your time for yourself. Make sure, you know, one, uh, the other, the third thing I learned on this journey is enjoy the journey. You know, LeBron James used to say, you got to fall in love with the process. Right. You know, fall in love with the process. You know, I'm not going to, you know, I, I spent so much time pursuing music that I didn't live. You know, I, I was missing, you know, family members you know, parties, or I was, you know, I wasn't investing myself in certain relationships, you know, friends or, or, or romantic relationships, because I was so tunnel vision on becoming this, this artist, you know, and I missed so much. And I'm like, I, at a point, I just I had to stop when I had my son, you know, that forced me to slow down and forced me to stop, you know, and it was one of the best things, it is the best thing that ever happened to me. And now, you know, having a son made me value everything else, you know, and now everything has its proper place in the hierarchy of my life versus, you know, things were out of position. You know, music was too high. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been that high, <laughs> you know, God, family, then your career. So, you know, I'm pursuing career first, you know, but as cliche as it sounds, you pursue those other things and everything falls to you. Just it finds you if, if when you're managing things correctly. Amen to that. Um, what's something about you that your fans would find most surprising? That's a great question. That is a great question. I don't know. Six three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna. I was gonna say anything besides uh, possibly. Uh, being Sam Cooke's illegitimate grandson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like I said, I, I'm six three. I can, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good cook. Uh-huh. You know? I don't, I don't, I really don't know. 
I really I have no idea. That's a great question. I really don't know. Okay. So like, um, you know, when you was a little kid or, you know, when you discovered your singing, singing talent, like who did you, who did you imitate or um, what songs did you sing like for talent shows or in the living room in front of company? Oh my goodness. Um, who did I imitate? Um, Jodeci. What are you talking about? It was always Jodeci. <laughs> it's Casey, Casey from Jodeci. And as I got, you know, you know, into my 20s, um, my mid to late 20s, it became about um, Marvin Gaye, Donny Hathaway, and Luther Mandros. Those were my my go-tos. Um, anytime sing a song, you know, it was it was it was one of those three. You know. And then like I said, Sam Cook came Sam Cook came along late he was he was late 20s as well. So I came Sam Cook came along. Um, but you know, my go-tos were, you know, my mom used to always listen to the Glenn Jones and Howard Hewitt and and Keith Washington and you know Freddie Jackson and all of them. So I was always putting my ears on them. Boys to Men came out, they were cool, they were cool. But when treat them like, you know, they want to be treated dropped on that father MC record. And I heard Casey and Jojo for the first time, man, that was a whole different ball game. You know, and then you realize, oh, that ain't nothing but commission harmonies. Yep. <laughs> so, but it was it was Casey and JoJo. Then mm-hmm. you know, hate to, not to hate to say it, but you know that other guy was was um, he's he was one of my favorites too growing up. I mean, I mean, the talent speaks for itself. I mean, his actions also speak what, for itself. Also, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But yeah, but, I mean, his his discography is he's untouchable. Second to none. It's untouchable. Yeah. Yep. And and so he obviously, you know, if anybody who grew up in the 90s, early 2000s, that was your experience. Mm-hmm. You can't erase that. You can't you can't take that away that you grew up enjoying that, you know, enjoying that music. Now, you didn't know about all the other stuff. Yeah. But you know, as we know now, and it is what it is, but I don't even, I still don't know how to respond to it. <laughs> still don't. Yeah. I mean, I can, I'd say like privately, I could probably listen to it, right. but listening to it around other people, other people, I know, I know it's kind of a, a stretch. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Like, it, you know, it's fine. It don't even come up in my playlist anymore. So, you know, I don't know if maybe that's the algorithm of the playlist or what have you, but you know, yeah. I still have the music in my in my, you know, in my uh, playlist, but it just does it doesn't even come up anymore. Yeah, it's like I have in my title my title playlist. I have song some I have playlists with his songs mm-hmm. and playlists without his songs for mm-hmm. you know for just bedroom. different occasions. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> that's I, I, a good yeah. way to that's a good way to put it. Right. <laughs> 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 all right brad so uh yeah as we prepare to you know close like what's next beyond the tour i know you mentioned that you you've been recording some sam cook house music i kind of want to hear that i i love house music um wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a you got a, um, a brad marquise project coming or a well, vegas um, residency um i'm hoping to to do all the above um Hopefully we can get a Vegas residency. Hopefully we can get Broadway. I want Broadway. I want to 
you know, I want to make this theatrical. I want to make it into a musical and I want to be able to perform it on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get some screenwriters and, you know, once we get the okay and, and the official, you know, okay from the estate and all that stuff, we can go and, and, and make it happen. But um, other than that, you know, my goal after this is to hopefully get back in the studio and produce a Brad Marquis project almost in the same kind of way I did the Sam Cooke live project. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, take my team that I have now because I have some incredible, incredible musicians on my team. And we're going to studio and hammer out an EP or I don't know, man. Everybody keeps saying, oh, it's a singles, it's singles driven. It's no need to do, you know, full albums and all that. But yeah, I don't care. I still want to do it. You know, I still love that body of work. Even if it's just for me, it's out there. Right. You know, and I'm sure someone is going to enjoy it. Someone else wants to listen to it and, and, you know, feel that, feel that vibe, feel that soul. So it'll get done and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let it fall where it is. Okay. So final question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was Sam Cooke correct that a change is going to come? It has come in different degrees and yeah, it's come different degrees along the way. The change that we're looking for in its entirety hasn't completely happened. One can only hope generationally generationally down the line, if we can get through this nonsense, because <laughs> we've been living in a whole bat crazy world the last however many years, decade, maybe the last decade or so. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm holding out hope. And the reason I'm doing this show is to do my little bit of part to move the, the needle towards that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's all I can do. I can just do what I can do with what I've been given and hope that it moves the needle closer to change happening. Nice. All right. So, um, Brad, feel free to plug, plug whatever you want to plug. Okay. Obviously the tour. All I'm going to plug is, you know, everything Brad Marquis, B-R-A-D-D-M-A-R-Q-U-I-S. And you can find me, um, that's the website, all the socials, all that stuff. You can check the website for any dates near you. This run, this um, winter run, we're in Texas and Arkansas. and uh, We have a show Virginia and New York. Um, but check the website for any dates that may be near you. And I hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. And bring a couple of people. We're going to have fun. All right. Brad Marquis, the music of Sam Cooke, a change is going to come. All right. Starting Starting January January 20th. 20th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blowing in the wind, January 27th. 27th. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. It was a pleasure. You know, this was a a good conversation. You know, we had had some snags getting started, but, you know, once, yeah, once, once the um, light came on, you know, (laughs) so. You know, much success to you in all capacities and thank you. Blessings. You too. Um, and congratulations on your, your uh, soon to be nuptials. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. All right. So for Stop Looking Listen, I'm your host, Latroy Gardner. See you next week. Peace and blessings. All right. Have a good one. You too. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 